Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here's the story that will nauseate Chris Dem. The Surgeon General says, and I am embarrassed. I didn't know the Surgeon General's name. Ooh. Do you know it, Dave? You're more into that kind uh, of stuff. You're better at that than I am. Boy, I don't know his name. Vivek Murthy. That's is what I thought. <laughs> is that what you were going to say? You didn't give me a chance. No, sorry, you didn't ask me. Sorry, I am so sorry. We'll give you half credit. Vivek mm-hmm. Murthy, the Surgeon General, said, "I've read a lot of his warnings. <laughs> I know you have on the side of uh, uh, many packages, yeah, cigarettes. I remember one. See Everett Coop. That's the only one. See <laughs> Everett Coop in the '80s was a Surgeon General. Everybody knew his name. Beard, so, no stash. Since then, no, there was another one." Uh, the woman, uh, Jocelyn Elders. Elders. Jocelyn, Jocelyn Elders. Elders. She was for Clinton, I think. She was, and she and was... Uh, she wanted to cut down on the transmission of STDs by encouraging more cranking. Yeah. She was very into cranking. I just liked her. <laughs> <laughs> Something about her. <laughs> well, I can't put my finger <laughs> She wants you oh, to. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can and you will. <laughs> that was right. You're right. So C. Everett Coop and then Joycelyn Elders. Those mm-hmm. are the two names. Are C. Everett Coop was famous. Yeah. I don't even know who was under Trump during COVID. Do you? It was yeah. all Fauci. It's all fa- yeah. Yeah, Fauci. Yeah, stole the he show. was the face. Oh, uh, I remember. I, well, he was out there too. Is it not the same guy? Mm-mm. They cha- they change with presidential administration. No, I don't remember. I don't think so. Not always. I'll look. Well, Vivek Murthy has said he believes we are suffering from an epidemic in America, an epidemic of loneliness. And he says since the pandemic, we have been way more standoffish and we are lonely. And the line that caught my eye was, and especially young people are way more lonely and isolated these days. And he says, being lonely is the equivalent of smoking 15 to 20 cigarettes every day. He's like, it's, a day? it's that bad. It's like you're a, it's like you're a pack a day smoker. If you are lonely, it, it does. It does. It does crush a lot of people. Loneliness. Yeah. I mean, look at the number of suicides in this country. Oh, it's I mean, it, it, and it's a lot terrible. of that, sadly, many of those are just because are you're drug lonely. related. Well, that's true. You know I mean, but that's it's just true. horrific. But some people are thrown into it and don't have a choice. And uh, they don't true. have friends and their he, family's gone. He says that uh, fewer and fewer people are engaged with community organizations, uh, church, even family members are much more. We're just much more isolated than we yeah. used to be. Well, I'm, I'm sure true. he's right. Yeah. I don't know about the the cigarette number, but you know, yeah. there was a book that came out. Was it 20 years ago? 25 years ago? Bowling alone. It's that nobody has league night anymore. You know, we used yeah. to Americans right. used to form leagues with your friends or your coworkers, and you go bowling. Oh, you're right. You go out on the weeknights. Yeah, and then you went to church together. Mm-hmm. We don't you do hang near, out with your neighbors. Don't know your neighbors as much. Mm-hmm. It's it has really changed. And he said that was all happening. The culture has changed. He said it was changing anyway, and then COVID even made it worse. Yeah, because you know you you didn't like you said you didn't know your neighbors as well. Your work family became your mm-hmm. work family, and then but a lot of that went away. And people started working from home or not. Fewer people in the office, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Why? Phones? Phones I blame. COVID I blame. Yeah. COVID, and, it was already on the way, I think. Well, he says, yeah, and he, he says that. And he he's right. Social media, man. Yeah, my, yeah. Like, my kids don't get together as much as they're just on the phone mm-hmm. together. Is it fear? Is there fear involved? Like, um, well, maybe violence. I mean, look at that. Uh, maybe. Guns. You don't want to go out as you much. You hear about it every day. Yeah. 
Don't want to go out as much. Don't want to go to these don't places. Don't want to know who your neighbors are. Perhaps. He says that loneliness increases the death, the uh, risk of premature death by 30% just as smoking 15 hmm. cigarettes a day. You got right? nothing to live for. Isn't that crazy? I mean, just to hear something. When I first yeah. saw it, I was like, come on. But, you know, he makes a case for it. He is the Surgeon General. Yeah. I, you know what's saving us? Pickleball. Pickleball gets you out there playing. It it's, does. It's on the rise. They, I mean, I read articles all the time how pickleball saving America because it gets people back, back together. Out, yeah. Saving America. Settle down, Beavis. That's, yeah. the, that's, <laughs> I, that's not my headline. That's not my headline. I read that. It was headline. in the pickleball journals. It's in pickleball.com. It's on Pickleball Weekly. We are right. saving America. That's self puffery. A friend of mine came to me and he said, We were just talking we're about saving it. America. He said to me, pickleball saved my life. And I said, what do you mean? And he's like, before, I would just sit at home, lonely, you know, never did anything. Now, I've got groups texting mm-hmm. me all the time, and I'm out every four nights a week. Look at you. You've made new friends. Tons. Mm-hmm. Tons of new friends. I mean, it really Look is. Look at the people you scraped off, your old tennis buddies. I mean, they're gone. Yeah, no, they're, they're gone. gone. They got <laughs> shoved aside. <laughs> I've made room for yeah. you. People who can't play pickleball as well. Mm-hmm. Scrape them away. Scrape them off. You move up a level, yeah. you scrape them away. <laughs> It's like prison. That's right. Like when you were the new fish, you made early friends. That's now right. You, now That's you've met some. Right. Oh, now I'm with the Aryans. <laughs> I got to. Hey, guys, sorry. Uh, the Aryans want me. Just this week. Just this week. Uh,. My friend, the Diesel, and I played on Saturday with a little group. It's kind of a new group for us, and we played at a secret location. And we'll hear you. I, I played it's it. hard to believe this used to be a Shoney's. Won't be secret for long. Played at a secret location. I won't give you it up. You have your eye on that Bed, Bath, and Beyond location? Yeah. Or you could put something in there, oh. can you? Look how many courts you could put wow. in there. That's a great. That's a great point. We they, should do that. You know who yeah. they said is ready for Bed Bath and Beyond? Mm. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they said Spirit Halloween is just Jones. <laughs> Our locations have just tripled. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, this is really unfortunate. We played with a newer group at a newer place, and then got a text from somebody when my old group saying, "Sure missed you today." We had seven, and seven's the death number. You can't. Seven's bad mm. because you need multiples of four. I, ah, mean, I okay. mean, if you have five, it's one thing. Somebody sits for fifteen minutes and you're fine. But uh, seven is terrible because then three people have to sit out, and and I felt bad about it. Yeah. But it's how like, bad? Well, I didn't respond to the text. <laughs> I just <laughs> not pret- long enough to I stick around. I pretended I didn't see it. I pretended I didn't see it. Do they have that thing where they can? What do they call? It, what your kids call? It, leave it on red. Leave, yeah, I left him on red. <laughs> Saw I, it. Yeah, but didn't respond. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Stop. <laughs> Chris, I mean, my son's always like, "Oh man, he left you on red." I said, what are you talking <laughs> about? He's like, he's like, you're always getting left on red, man. He's looking through my notes and my uh, text. He's like, left you on red. Left you on red. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, speaking of feeling bad about something, let's play Celebrity High Low. Big, you'll be uh, you can you and I can be the judge here. Okay. Recently, Hugh Grant was at the Oscars. He was called a twat when it was done <laughs> because of a red carpet interview he did. We'll flash you back to that. This was Hugh Grant at the Oscars being interviewed, and he gave a curt interview. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see. Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not 
not, not no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. Hugh. Awkward. <laughs> is that on Hugh or the interviewer? I think it's on Hugh. I think it's on Hugh. I because, I mean, at that red carpet event, you know you're just getting kind of softball questions and for fun. No, and he didn't get shoved in there, I think so. He didn't play the game. I mean, are you do you have to? I don't think you have to. At if, the time. Do you have to stop at no. each microphone well, stand? Well, people said at that time, then just move on. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think everybody. There were some that said that's just Hugh being Hugh. But I mean, he's been in the in the game forever. Someone yeah. said they had known him forever, and uh, they said that's Drew, the real Hugh. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she said that's that's him. Yeah. He's a twat, and we love him. <laughs> we love him because yeah. he's a twat. Now we have another uh, celebrity who was at that Met Gala the other night, and he has issued an apology because he was uh, being interviewed by a TikTok reporter named Rye Myers on the red carpet at an event. And people are saying he was as big a twat or bigger than Hugh Grant. And I, I really think he's more rude, honestly. Biggie's heard it here. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? All right, yeah. let's, you and, guys don't know who it is, right? And this person mm, did something nope. over the line, too. You think over so? The line? Really over, oh, the over the line. Over the line. All right, we'll get it. Who do, all right, let's play Celebrity High Low. Who do you think the rude celebrity is on the red carpet? Dave, you go first. Mm. But, you know, I'll say higher or lower. So you say Hugh Grant, we'll say higher or lower. Uh, Hugh Grant. And or whoever then, you want. Uh, you can start, say... anywhere. start anywhere you want. I'm trying to think of a of a of a movie star. What about um, uh, the guy that played Batman? Lower, lower, whichever, Keaton, whichever. Affleck? Keaton, either Anderson, any Batman. Lower, any lower, any lower, lower, way lower, way lower. Carrot not, top, not necessarily a movie star. Carrot top. Now why would he be there? Push. <laughs> a push with carrot top. I think push oh, with yeah, carrot. I'm gonna, okay. I'm, yeah, push. real close. Very, very close. He might be mm -hmm. slight. Both had their time. Andy but, Dick. Both. Ooh. Push. <laughs> I think push. You think push? I do. This guy was a celebrity in the 80s and 70s. Celebrity uh, and, in the 70s he, he and was, 80s. He was, a, he was a 70s and 80s television celebrity. Let's say that. I, I'd put him a little higher. In my book, a little higher, higher than Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. He has a better resume than Andy Dick. Yeah. Uh, right. Mario Lopez. Lower. Lower. <laughs> oh, he's got a pretty high profile. Yeah. Uh, 70s, 80s TV. 70s, 80s television star. He was on two different shows. One of which is considered a real classic. The other, he was a star of. It's not uh, in the same regard, but he was a he was the star of the show huh. for sure. The first one was an ensemble piece, and it was really wow. good. Yeah, mm. a lot of hints going here now. Yeah, seventies, eighties. On Hill Street Blues, it's still alive. All right, <laughs> <laughs> lower. Sipowitz. No one from Hill Street Blues. No one from Hill Street Blues. No lower, lower. Uh, oh, Sipowitz might he might be the same. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Tony Danza. Okay. Danza. Tony Danza. Uh, from, uh, Taxi from, and Who's the Boss? And Who's the Boss? So Taxi's the great ensemble piece in the seventies and early eighties. Then yeah. Who's the Boss is his show. That was I hit. was thinking younger. No, it's it's Tony Danza. Mm -hmm. He's on the red carpet. Let me now. Biggie can tell us what's over the line here. After we play the interview, the interviewer is TikTok reporter Rye Myers, and he's talking with Tony Danza and his wife as they walk up. How are you? Good to see you again. Good. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm Rye. How you doing? How are you folks doing tonight? 
Well, excited. It's so great, right, to be in, uh, here at New York, New York? Absolutely. Right. We just saw John Relax Peter. a little. You're more excited than we are. Make it easy. It's exciting. It's a great night. I know, night. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Now, what's your favorite New York City staple food item? Is it a pizza or hot dog? You know what? you got to do money. you got to come up with better questions. Come on, let's go. i got to go. Thank you, Tony. They're calling Tony Danza a twat in the same league as you, Get a better question. Goodbye. I'm out of here. Okay. Biggie, how did he go over the line there? He also reached up and patted him on the face. Oh. And people were like, oh, hell no. You don't put your hands on. You don't put your hands on somebody. Especially now. Oh, okay. You don't put a, but he gave him like a, yeah, come on, give yeah, me a little bit of a question. Yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, put that on the yeah, face. Don't get your shine box. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it was one thing to be a douche, but yeah. then to touch him, it's oh. like, oh, hell no. Hands on face, over the line. Yeah, that is doing. over the line. Okay. But it is, I mean, it's not the red carpet at the Oscars, and this is just a TikToker. Just a dude with a cell phone. Yeah, fact. But should you, if you're stopping for an interview, should you be at least uh, polite to whoever? Yes. I mean, you yes, stopped. You, you know, you stopped. Uh, he has apologized uh, personally, or Tony Danza has, and this is the reporter, Rye Myers, who says, uh, to all of my followers, Tony Danza has reached out. Hey, friends. Rye Myers here, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF. And I just wanted to let you know that I did hear from Tony Danza earlier today. He called me to apologize and squash the beef. It was great to hear from him and certainly much appreciated. Thank you so for all your support in these last 24 hours. It's been insane. What a difficult time. Beef squashed. Yes. <laughs> and Tony Danza lives on. I think he was actually more rude than Hugh Grant by saying, like, get oh, a good yeah, question and like moving it. on. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he uh, he did apologize. I don't think Hugh Grant ever apologized. Drew Barrymore just said that's, that I ever heard. that's the Hugh we know and love. Yeah. They're both twats, apparently. So that's and just he did, how it goes. He, uh, Danza almost reminded me of Robert Smith of The Cure at the Rock and yeah. Roll Hall of Fame induction. I thought about him, It's too. exciting. Uh, maybe I'm not as excited as <laughs> you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, the, his wife was playing along. Yeah. She was well, you playing know, the game. Yeah, she was. Yeah. When you see the video, you know what it really is. Mm. Tony Danza reminds me of every old man who's trying to get his wife into something they're late for. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, he's like, come on. <laughs> I want a picture in front of the marquee. <laughs> we got tickets. Let's go. <laughs> so that's what it is. His wife is having. They're look, running late. When you're married to Tony Danza, you don't get to flash that all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. You don't okay, get these events right. anymore where you're on these the red carpets. Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not 30 years ago yeah, anymore. So they're right. on Broadway. There's people out who are yelling, Tony Danza. So she's loving it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the seats, the seats. That's right. We got to get it. There. Yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. This is the Robert Smith interview that Chris Dim's referring to. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the interviewer was thrilled to see it. Congratulations, The Cure, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. All right. Same <laughs> same with Tony Danza. But he did stay, I think. And I think that was maybe oh, the did, only yeah. stop on the way in okay. to the Rock Hall. That, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. So another awkward interview. A little this bit. One, uh, Tony Danza has the problem with. How old is, ta- how old is he? 70. Oh, he's older than think older he's than looking, no, Yeah, he looked older than 70. He had a little TV talk show for a while, but mostly he's known for Who's the Boss and then Taxi before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, uh, this is, I saw that last night. I saw that interview on uh, Entertainment Tonight. And at the same time, I don't know why I just, it's popped into my head. I just, uh, the story, the other story they did last night, excuse me, Inside Edition. It was on Inside Edition and it has to do with hotels and the way people, a woman was claiming that a guy had gotten into her hotel room and assaulted her simply by going up to the front desk 
and saying, I lost my key to room 210. And they just give it to him. They don't check ID and they gave it to him. So Inside Edition did a test. They had a reporter check into two different hotels. And later that day, a guy who worked with Inside Edition went up and said, hey, I'm in room 314. I forgot my key or I've lost my key. And they just hand you a new one. And they don't check ID mm. or make sure or anything. And the reporter is standing there with the camera and he walks right into the room Oof. without being attached or anything. And do you know what they're selling now and they're saying you should use it is an electronic wedge that you shove into the bottom of the hotel room door. So if someone tries to get in without your knowledge, it like sounds an alarm and they can't open the door. It's what a about wedge. the, uh, that's terrifying that, that, crazy? It, that it exists. Yeah. Um, do you, do they, ha- I know many hotels have that extra sort of locking mechanism. Mm-hmm. Always do those use work. It. They say always use it. Yes. And one woman, it was caught on camera. Uh, she had used that, you know, that thing where you can open the door like it's kind of like a bolt. Yes, it, it, it open it like four or inches. It depend, there's two different types. This one, the door could be open three or four inches, but that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. So somebody tried to get in with a key they had gotten without the person's knowledge inside. She ran to the door and slammed it and severed the guy's finger. <laughs> yeah, it's, those big doors. <laughs> oh, those doors are heavy. And, and they those, showed video. Some damage. Yeah. They had video of it, and you could see. And they had pixelated. Did they catch it. the guy? Yeah, they got him because okay. he was bleeding in the hallway. Yeah. And uh, he had they had pixelated out where his finger had been literally ah. severed and landed inside her hotel room. That's too bad for her. <laughs> it made me hurt. <laughs> but it was a lot of these uh, hotels, the front the desk staff were apologizing. Said, "Oh yeah, sorry, I was in a hurry. I didn't check the. Uh, I didn't check it." One poor woman, you know, she was assaulted. They never caught the guy. Yeah, I've and, never had to replace a key card before. I don't think so. I don't know that it's ever happened. Oh really? Oh, I, mean, I people have. lose them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know they do. Yeah. And let me tell you. Be polite, unassuming. Mm-hmm. Act, yeah. It's the old act like, you know, yeah. hey, sorry. Yeah. I did, you know, I'm in room, but I totally just yep. locked out. I yeah. am so sorry. It was crazy. But the new technology is, and they say women especially should just carry it in your purse if you're going to check into a hotel. It's a wedge like you'd have to keep an office door open, which we have, and you just shove it under the inside of the hotel room door. And not only can they not get in, but the sophisticated ones actually sound an alarm when somebody presses on it. Can you fly with that? <laughs> That's more weight to travel with. That's a good point. Well, yeah. It's, it's also a fire hazard. The I think a fire right, chief would tell you, you right. know, if that fire drill goes off in the middle of the night or mm-hmm. you gotta fire alarm. you got to remember gotta, to kick it out of the way. Of course, all you do is kick it out of the way, but still. If you remember. Yeah. But the same. Flames are lapping at your feet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, people panic. Yeah, I haven't heard, thought about that. That's a good point. The other uh, technology uh, that is. Sorry, has, women. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It is awful. It, it, it's it awful. Is. Terrible. Men are pigs. The other uh, technology that <laughs> has come out for moms are uh, kids' shoes with squeakers inside so that if your kid leaves you, you know it. If you're in a crowded place. This is a white people thing. <laughs> Well, that's what Kelly has. You wear them now. <laughs> yeah, not we know by, when you're, we know when you're coming. You know that I have. I, you know I have inserts, and I'm very, very. <laughs> this is the whitest thing since leashes. I am very. <laughs> have you fallen arches? Uh, I, I am very protective of that, and you know I'm sensitive about the fall. I have bad arches. Yeah, and I've had inserts for some time. And when I switched over to Hoka shoes. <laughs> that's I started, the sound they make. I started Hoka. squeaking. <laughs> you did. I really should have invented this for uh, toddlers. So when parents are out at the sporting event or mall or wherever they are, you'll hear this as your toddler's walking. This is the sound that the shoes make. That's the toddler. There's the shoes. She's running now. So when that sound goes away... You know your toddler. You got to hear them. We all hear it. Oh yeah. Oh hell no. That's that's the shoe. That's it. Yeah, we all hear it. But if you're at a baseball game, you're not going to hear that. You might not. Or a theme park. Airport. Outdoor park. Yeah. What about everybody around you that has to listen to this? 
That's like a dog chew toy. It is. That's a bunch of bull. It is. Put that, a tag on them. Put one of those air tags. Air tags. So yeah, you put it around their neck. Get it all the time. <laughs> yeah, but then an assailant could take that off very easely and leave it in a trash can. Well, they could so, take these shoes off. Sew it in the other. Oh, sew it right. in the underpants. You're right. They could take the shoes off too. You're right. Well, a lot of whites are very interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe in a museum. Uh, no, <laughs> if, if the kid gets away in a museum, they're quieter places. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you have uh, to listen to those all the time. Hell no. Uh, you know, Dave and I have lost our children for a few minutes at a time. <laughs> that's and, different. Uh, <laughs> if they had that was before shoes. squeaky shoes. <laughs> My daughter used to have those light-up shoes, and at night oh, yeah. I could see her. I mean, I used to uh, – I would be coaching baseball, third baseline – and I would see those light-up shoes up there like she'd be playing. I was like, well, I know where she is at all times because she had them on, and you Good. could see them. So that was nice. It was not as intrusive as those squeaky shoes. Really? I mean, no. you're right about that. They're annoying. And then what if 10 other kids have them on? Yeah, a lot of squeaking. Yeah, if ever all the kids have them on. Then and then me with my hokas. Bad idea. Yeah. Blogger Jen's got a, uh, some children. A bunch of them. <laughs> Let's see what she has to say about that. Blogger Jen, your thoughts on these squeaky shoes? Yeah, I have a, a lot of, too many children. But, right, right, right. <laughs> um, those, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Yeah. I mean, that's just stupid. Now, Biggie had said that's a white people thing, and that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he's right up there with leashes. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, I have considered leashes. You to have <laughs> to keep up with. You know, it used to be the big debate was, are you treating your child like a dog? But most, a, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people do that. You know, they'll put a leash on their kid to make sure they don't wander too far away in a, a crowded environment like that. Uh, and how are the yeah. twins? How are the babies? They're very good. They're starting to walk. Um, but I have to say, if their shoes squeaked every time they walked, I'd probably jump off a bridge. Exactly. That's what Dave's yeah. saying. And Dave says some consideration Blogger for Jen rest. sounds a little frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> she got a lot of kids. Blogger Jen needs a drink. She got a lot. <laughs> That's right. Sounds like this is going to be an interesting blog today. <laughs>